0: Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Back, back, first, before we get into everything, because yesterday the Through the Wire boys had a lot of fun. We went to the gym for the first time since quarantine hit. We had a dramatic one-on-one that I'm not spoiling, but we may talk about a little bit. Before everything, D-Mills, what's up with your shirt, bro?
1: Hey, man, shout out to House of Highlights. They got this championship merch. We need y'all to go cop it on H-O-H-I-G. They got the link in their bio. Go check it out. Yeah,
2: Mike, you can what yours. What'd you, you say? say what? why, my, why Mike ain't wearing his? He should be the one wearing it. I don't, I don't got it yet, man. Um, they had yet to yet delay
0: yet. his package. They know he wasn't a real fan. Nah, right over there on the floor, because fuck the The people
3: they giving it to, the people that don't care about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: go, go pick it up. Uh, House Highless on Instagram. Hit the link in the bio. Boom, right there. Um, I'm not a Lakers fan, so I'm not wearing it, but like, the quality of it is fire the design is yeah. fire they, they they do they did they, their thing on that
2: I'm aware I just don't know if I'm aware on this show.
0: Mm. It's
1: just like I got some heat stuff. Um they it came in a Lakers hoodie too. I didn't even know that. The hoodie, I, I was yeah. surprised. The God,
0: that, hoodie season. Fast. That was
2: weird. but um the Miami Heat stuff they sent that they sent it after the bubble.
1: Mm.
0: So it's
2: like I'm I'm back Knicks fan, man. <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's real good quality, real dope. Eventually I will wear it. I just thought Mike was gonna wear his first.
0: He so. probably would have it on if he had it.
2: All right, he don't got it. My bad, Mike.
3: My bad, Mike.
0: My bad. My bad. Yeah, I'm uh, talking about go. a hoodie. Yeah, they sent both Mike hoodie and shirt. Yeah, hoodie and shirt. Uh, so, so. I,
3: yeah, I'm gonna be looking out. I might have to go to the office and see if
0: they got my package up there. Facts, bro. So, <laughs> there it is. P got them both. Yeah. You sure so, that's not no
3: no large though, P? That's not your size. Extra large, baby. um. Oh.
0: So, so, yeah, we got a lot on today's show. Before we get into it, be sure to leave a like on the video if you're on YouTube. Um, download the audio version Spotify, Apple Music, any place you can get podcasts. You can find this one uh, just in case you're driving and you can't see us four faces. You can listen to it and everything. Um, we got that. We got basketball news. Stan Van Gundy was hired. We have a, a timetable for the NBA season. And we got just a bunch of random stuff for today's show. So I, I'm excited. We want to go through news. We want to talk about the gym. What y'all want to hit first?
3: Yeah, let's talk about
2: the gym first. That's
0: good. Yeah, how you feeling?
3: I'm good, honestly. I I'm ready to. I could play again today if we had the chance to. Sheesh.
1: No, I'm low key tired because yesterday I lifted too, so I'm I'm a little fatigued. He did try to put that slight flex in because
3: he's like, yeah, my legs sore, but then he added, he's like, I also had leg day yesterday. No, too.
0: bro. At the end of the session, I y'all saw Derek jump off and was hanging on the rim. And I know Derek like six foes, so it's not super impressive. But I haven't seen Derek jump that high or attempt to jump like that since like early, early high school. So I was I super did. impressed. He hung on that mud uh, and it made a big boom noise. That's what made me turn around. I'm like, <laughs> wow. Yeah,
2: so, I, I didn't see. It. I was tired as hell though. I ain't yeah. gonna lie. Like Tyler, uh, who was the Kyron's, like because y'all was winning the first couple games. I uh, was at the first two or first three.
0: First five. Yeah, we were on like five.
2: Oh, okay. Well, y'all won. I had a winning streak. <laughs> so, I'm getting tired. So, for the first game I'm tired because Good the man's meal is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I will get to that, but he he is ridiculous. We had Our one-on-one game went much longer than it needed to on some whole other things. So, I'm already tired from that, which I came in saying I didn't want that to happen because the main focus was the fives. Mm-hmm. So, y'all win. I think it's only like the third or fourth game. And Kyron looking at me like, Hope you don't think you're getting arrested, big fella. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shoot. my shit was on fire. Ontario caught a cramp, but I was catching the cramp. Like, it, I don't even know if it was a cramp. I think it was just some stiffness. Yeah. And, bro, when I got home, I was so tired, I contemplated washing my ass. I didn't get in the shower until one o'clock in the morning because I just sat here. Once I sat down, I was done. Yeah. I know <laughs> what you mean. You know. So I didn't go to bed till like two something because I didn't, yeah, I got out of the shower. It was like 1.30 then I sat here and watched, uh tried to watch basketball, but I was just so <laughs> tired. I had watched girlfriends. Like yeah. I'm sore,
3: man, when you don't you ain't hooped unless you swordo.
0: Mm-hmm. If it, if I, anybody would in the chat would say they not sore, then I'm like, oh, you weren't really out there, there. Yeah, that would have mm-hmm. been questionable.
1: Yeah. We yeah, were, yeah, it's, we, it's been so long just, since a lot of y'all did anything physical, anyway. Yeah, I felt it as my first jumper. I
3: was like, man, I use these muscles. These muscles, they like. Months so almost felt like a year. Now,
2: that's what it is because I ride my bike, go on walk to my mom and do all that. But like basketball, you're using everything you're running, you need your legs and arms into your shot, you follow through, you guard. And I haven't used every muscle in my body like that in a very long time. The only thing that probably caused you to use every muscle as much as basketball is probably like swimming. And I, I'm i definitely not a swimmer,
0: yeah,
2: anything like that. But yeah, y'all ran the court, y'all did y'all thing um i was so uh, upset with ontario at the end of the night (laughs) we finally beat y'all and uh, y'all probably won't know because yeah you you and you and kb set set out uh after i had lost and i i'm bringing a ball up and ontario say come on toby triple team him (laughs) 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 i gotta throw it to like kyron and tyler and john and we just getting our ass busted. They just won't <laughs> let me bring. They they, Ontario, like, yeah, we're not gonna let you try the ball. And I'm like, I'm Ontario, bro. <laughs> Come on,
3: bro. No, but the funniest thing about Tyler is there is a possession. I don't know if you see it, but Tyler was guarding Derek. And for those that know, Tyler don't know, Tyler's Tyler like five, 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 five six. Five, yeah. And somehow he got he was able to contest Derek's shot and also box him out so Derek couldn't get his own rebound.
0: Yeah, and Derek
3: knew he
2: maybe had that block on me too. <laughs> I'm thinking I got a late. I was,
0: that's there. sneaky behind athleticism. He when was, I, uh, yeah, he got up. He me sometimes so, get up. It's so crazy.
1: Sometimes.
2: Those, those games, when I <laughs> um, I was so tired to shoot. So whenever I was trying to go downhill, I was just trying to go. So I think I got Mike in front of me. And I'm like, oh, I'll put that shoulder into Mike. It's done. So I did exactly that. And I just was finna just regular layup, nothing fancy. All I hear feel is that. And I knew it was only one person that was going to do that. I knew it wasn't Derrick. He was about to run back. I knew it wasn't Mason. I instantly knew it was KB. I'm, damn. <laughs> but, yeah, they, it, was, it was good runs. Y'all definitely ran the court. Now, to this one-on-one with Derrick, Mike and Contrera, y'all saw very little. Y'all was around when the game first started. Then y'all went and played, like, a 32 mm. or whatever y'all was doing. So, y'all, just, listen, I mean this from the top. Middle and bottom of my heart, that was the worst one-on-one game I have ever played. <laughs> I, lo- I lost a tremendous amount of respect for Derek Miller. And I, I damn near contemplate putting the footage out because it's not what they want. I was under your impression that we were going to play how we normally play. Even when we played, what was that game we used to play? King um, of court. King of court.
3: Texas or yeah, something like, King,
2: like King of the court. Yeah. Well, we just roll the ball out there, we hoop, and that's just it. The, I told y'all, the game was like 30 minutes, it was like a 30 minute one on one. And it was only 15 minutes of us playing the game because everything <laughs> Derek was debating. I'm talking, I, I sent y'all some of the clips last night, like, everything, bro. And I, I was mind blown because I'm like, what is Derek doing? Is he serious? And I'm glad we got the footage because a lot of the shit you can see, you're just trying to cheat me.
3: I'm waiting on the. I'm waiting
2: That's on. it personal. I don't like being cheated or a person trying to cheat me because it makes me feel like, why do you think you can do that to me? Number one, and if we homies playing a one on one, why why is it so important? You got to cheat. Let's just hoop.
1: I thought, bro, it seemed like some of that shit was definitely my way. That's why I was arguing
2: it. So when I put it in the chat and you had a chance to see, you still feel that way?
1: The one way the ball went out of bounds that was clearly out on you.
0: And then you see, did y'all get a chance to see that play? I'm, I'm at the mute my phone. Like, I'm, I'm gonna rewatch we this play.
1: Right
3: was that was that the first or the second one? I
0: think it was now the last the one. Last one uh. we
2: when we're wrestling for the ball and the ball go out and he just automatically says it's on me. Well, I'm in
1: the
3: play,
2: so I know. Ran like, you literally, it, the, we had footage. You literally swiped and ran for it, and once you realized your big ass couldn't get it, it's out on you. It's on you. And I wasn't even saying it wasn't out on me. I was just saying, how can you make that call so quick in a bang bang play?
1: Because I'm in played. the play. It's not like I'm the referee. I
2: understand. I'm understand. i in the play as well.
1: Oh, this is a tough one. You feel me? But but listen, though,
2: KB, I'm not even arguing whoever it is. But you see he's saying it's clearly off on me. He's saying it's clearly off on me. And you got control staring in that phone saying this is a tough one. But you're saying it's Bro, when, clearly off on when me. When
1: the ball's in his hand, when it comes off his back hand, I don't touch the ball. It like looked My like, hands are not on the ball. It
2: looked, it looked like he swiped
1: it. on
0: it. It looked like that was I off. Didn't, I didn't know. I didn't <laughs> touch he ran it. Ran
1: after it and then said
0: it's off on me. Do you see? I didn't touch the or, ball, bro? bro. That's why. I, that's why I was upset. Let the let the people at home decide. Tweet that clip oh, 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 oh,
2: oh, 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 oh. But I just think it's funny that he's saying it's off on him. Contrail can't even answer. He literally just watched it three times, but he's saying it's clearly understand it's, <laughs> it's off of me. <laughs> That's crazy. And he's still going to sit up here and say, I was clearly offhand." instead of saying, man, I, I don't know. But that, that was all. I, I just would never play him one-on-one again. I want my money from you. Uh-huh. I definitely want my money from you. I want you to keep my name out of your mouth on any basketball <laughs> level and never ask me to play you again because the respect of competing, we still homies and we still work together. But as far as competing, dog, that was some whole-ass shit you did. And I can't <laughs> put the game out. Near the end, gonna try to good game me. Hell no. <laughs> Focus as hell. Hell no.
0: D- means you, lo- you lost Doug money? I did.
2: Make <laughs> yeah, sure you text Doug, tell him, I'll be expecting my money too. <laughs> <laughs> that, was the, that was the thing. You came out and you talked too much. You put too much pressure on yourself to win. So once you felt like you had to win, you start being a referee instead of hooping. Mike, I, will, I, I will want to play you next time. Because cause the one time, we and you, we played two times before, and that's all we did. We rolled the ball out there, and we hooped. We hooped. That's what it's up. It's a one-on-one. We just hooping. Obviously, if I poke you in your eye and you're bleeding, you're going to get the ball back. Nobody's cheating each other, but we just hooping. Once you start to call, whole-ass calls and be a, fi- a referee, then it put pressure on me to have to play the same way. Why am I playing fair and, and, and regular and you just calling everything?
3: And mm-hmm. then when
2: I did call a foul, y'all are seeing the video, everything he argued.
3: The best one on one is when the defense is going to be like, okay, you know, I fouled you right there. Let me get the ball back.
0: But that's understand understanding from both players that contact going to happen, man. It's a one-on-one. And it's just basketball bad. in general, we ran, we ran what, like 10 games of uh, fives yesterday, and it was like two calls the whole time,
2: the yeah. whole game. It's parts of the video where you're going to see me tell him, Derek, when we go and play, the games will be much different than this. Just like it was 10 to 10, right? It was 10 to 10. The game should never have been as close, but me and him was ass, right? We missing bunnies. Y'all saw he missed a he missed a layup in the thing. So he hits a shot. 11 10 You know what he says to me, Mike? What?
1: That's game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you see, get your, I'm like, and then I stop like Derek, bro. Are we really finna have to do
0: we really gonna have to do this, bro? Like seriously, bro. We really finna have to do that. I Since, thought it,
1: we didn't discuss if it was straight up a win by two. So it's, was, um, it's
0: always been win by two.
1: I thought that was a discussion. Yeah. That you and, and to, that's cool.
2: That's I'm just glad. I'm glad we got everybody here to, to, to say because
1: I he would have been always win by two, Mike. Yeah, usually
3: that's how we do it. I ain't gonna lie, I did hear somebody say though he was like, Man, y'all grown. Y'all well, y'all playing straight yeah, up. Oh, like, yeah, no, Ontario. Ontario. I don't <laughs> give a
2: fuck with Ontario talking. Just like Kyra was <laughs> saying, win by two. I don't give a fuck. We playing how we play. I don't need I, Ontario and my fucking dead. You know, what I say? mean,
0: even in our fives, right? It's always win by two. Always win by two. two, two always went by, 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 by two. Always. Just yeah. shit like that is you know, you know, so are
2: we arguing yeah. about that when it's always how we played. Get the fuck out of Ontario! I, man, I don't give a fuck what Ontario. So if Ontario said we're going to fucking ain't no fouls, would it have not been no fouls? But like he's just the god of all. Of it. But that was that was it. The video will come out soon. Um, it's gonna be one of our videos. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch the game
0: with the people. In like the- reaction there, yeah. So. Yeah, they enjoy that. They Enjoy that. Yeah, Overall, yeah, great. Money. Shout out to Mike for finding a spot because he, he put their time in. It was, a great,
2: in. It was yeah. a great spot too.
0: And we're gonna have to pull up again in a couple of weeks. Just make it make it a couple times a month. Everybody put their twelve dollars in, and boom, we got it. We got a gym for two and a half hours. Hopefully, it ain't at midnight no more though. Like, hopefully, we get earlier in the day type type stuff. I probably just gotta call like more ahead of time. Cause
3: yeah, I even gave them like a week and a half advance, and they still was like. Yeah, nine o'clock is the only time or only slot we got left, so Oh. we gotta test it out.
2: I enjoyed it though. We had, you know, Toby came. I I didn't know Toby was coming. <laughs>
0: me too. Toby was nice with it too.
2: Yeah, I'm glad he did come because you know, he was somebody else that who. But yeah, Ontario told me like when he was on his way, like yeah, I'm bringing Toby. So I'm like, all right. But <laughs> who was the MVP of the day?
0: It might have been Toby, no cap. <laughs> Just because yes, it was it, yeah. no expectations, <laughs> <laughs> it was no expectations, and then I he came to- out like a splash, brother. I got to go a different route. Kyron? Are you gonna go? Mike
2: Mason.
1: Oh, Mike. Oh, Ma- yeah. My gosh. Yeah. My yeah, him gosh. and Toby were both, they were both wetting that shit.
0: That's what we were saying before you got on, P. Like, say what you want about D-Mills on the court, off the court. When it was picking teams, he did his thing. He got the three best shooters in the gym, yeah, himself, and then the fifth man, whoever he was. Wasn't it you? Yeah, it, it was, was KV. Stop telling your story. <laughs> Bro, I didn't That's score, I didn't score until the last game of the whole night. For real? Yeah, it, it didn't, didn't feel go. like they didn't feel like that though. Yeah, I didn't score. I mean, that don't mean I didn't put up the shots because I was shooting that motherfucker. It's just yeah. But in that last game, I did score eight out of our eleven though. So yeah,
1: I mean, he did. He yeah. was carrying them, bro.
2: Yeah. He had first pick. He should have. It, it. was no way in hell he was gonna have a, a, a that bad of a team.
0: No, it's facts. It's facts. Because
2: my last pick, I had to. Cho- my last two, <laughs> I had to choose between Terrence, Kyron, uh, John, and Tyler.
0: I felt no,
3: our last team was bad. We had me, KD, Kyron, and Tyler, and John.
2: Yeah, yeah it's like AD it was a yeah. big
0: And I think only me and Kyron scored that far, our squad. I think we just, Mike was facilitating and getting all the rebounds over Derek, all of them. And
2: <laughs> that's one thing I will say Derek, as far as like being engaged, he's definitely got better. Cause you know, like when last time we was playing, he wouldn't even fit. like he had somebody sub and come get him. But this time he played literally, I think, every game. So that was good to see. But he did get tired very, very quick, big fella. That basketball shape and in shape is two different things.
3: KB asked, he's like, does Derek look like he's in shape right now? I was like, no, he does not. (laughs) But nobody looked like they was in shape. But I think it was a little bit of expectation to you because, I mean, you just been on your grind these last couple months. But nonetheless, it was a good-ass hoop session.
2: Yeah. Good-ass hoop session. And it was just good to see everybody because what's the last time I saw – all of we we all of each other saw each other in person. It was a couple yeah, weeks like,
0: after All Star. It's been that right. long, bro. It's been that long.
2: because right, I seen K B at my dad's birthday party. I saw Derek a couple times, uh, walking around where we live or at Portillo's and then Mike I don't Man. know.
0: Mike just been at the crib. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Mike's
2: stay head.
1: too far for you to just like run into him.
2: Uh, I'll be in his area, but I mean, I ain't gonna, ain't like I'm gonna catch him taking the garbage out. <laughs> yeah. I, I always see his cot on. I mean, like, look at
3: Mike. It's not over there no more. How it used to be, like, on the side. Yeah, on the it's side. Like, it's in the it's in the middle now, because remember, I moved. All you, right, you so can't, I'm you can't. To to see it. Yeah.
2: yeah, Mike been eating that pizza. I'm damn, Mike, and look at this stomach corner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tyler said, Yo, I said that Gucci man good. Yeah, my <laughs> nuts a little
3: bit. I was like,
2: damn, she caught me off guard.
3: <laughs> I told you instead that, that grown man i got that that's thing. how you what know it was, was a
2: session and like just good in general because we could literally talk about that shit the entire episode yeah. literally we could um but no we definitely got to do it again what's the first topic we talking about stan van gundy man. let's get to
0: stan van gundy he was hired to be the head coach for the new Orleans pelicans they hired nine different candidates oh they they interviewed nine different candidates and they end up hiring stan van gundy Um, I've heard both ways. Some people actually love it. Some people hate it. So I'm curious about y'all opinions on Stan Van Gundy as the new head coach of the Pelicans. I feel Um, like coaching
1: jobs are hard to just judge right away. I feel like they're one of those jobs where just because they were signed doesn't mean it's bad or good. You have to see the results. You have to see what they bring to the table. And obviously, Stan Van Gundy has a history of winning. So I feel like that's a good thing for the Pelicans. And it's just what they're going to do in the offseason. I think that's more so what I'm worried about. I don't think it's really the coaching staff because you really have to see the results of the coaching first. You just can't get a sign in and be like, "Oh, that's gonna work." When sometimes it don't, sometimes it does. Like it's just one of those things where you just gotta wait and see.
0: Yeah, I I agree with that. When it comes to coaching hires, usually it's gonna take some time to figure out if it's a match made in heaven. Um, yeah, I I agree with that. Unless it's like Jim Boylan, right? Jim Boylan lost the locker room the first week, and then we was like, "Oh, okay, he's just not he's not the right coach."
3: Yeah. I think it's a a pretty good step in the right direction just because, for one, he's not doing the whole coaching and GM job no more. He's literally just the coach. And then, two, I think not only does he just want this job, but he wants to be a part of of this group and this young group that, you know, he likes and he wants to be a part of their development. So I think from those two aspects, you know, they've done a good job. And then also, three, I mean, he's got the history that he can, you know, be a, a good defensive coach for them. So I think that is also going to work because they they were abysmal on, on the defensive end last year. So I Man, think they it's it's the it's the right. I mean they were pretty bad. But they, I were think, tw- they
0: were they were twenty first out no, of thirty. Never, so I yeah,
2: were like abysmal.
0: <laughs> 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 no, but I think it's a, I think it's a good step though. I agree with you, Mike. He uh he does have the reputation of always being like a top seven defensive coach when he was out there. Um, and that's something because that, you know personnel wise, the Pelicans have a team that should be good defensively. Um, mm-hmm. Alvin Gentry just didn't get that out of them. And if it wasn't for the bubble, I do believe that Alvin Gentry would still be the coach. But the fact that they had the easiest like schedule in the bubble, and then they weren't even really close; they didn't even make the play-in game, and things like that really hurt them. Um, but Stan Van Gundy has a reputation of being a pretty good player development coach, and also a great defensive coach. And then, I mean, I'm interested to see what he does with Zion at the four or the five and stuff, because uh, obviously Zion can't play full-time five, but I'm expecting many minutes of him at the five, um, with the with the the shooters around him. And I'm counting Lonzo Ball as a shooter as of right now. Um, I think it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be interesting.
2: Yeah. Um, I just had to go back and look at some of the things. Uh, bam Bam back
3: names. with JJ. Facts.
2: Some of them names that he uh, that he had brought to Detroit when he was the coach and GM. I agree with a lot of points that was made. But for me, it was it was surprising. I, I won't lie. It was very surprising because uh, D-Mails mentioned um, – he he has a, a little a little history of winning. I mean, he won with the the Magic. I guess taking the Pistons to the playoffs, he can get some credit for. It now, five,
0: he's always over five hundred.
2: So he's, right, so he's solid there. But the last thing in my mind of him is the Detroit Pistons, where he was the coach and had some of them GM's responsibilities and the GMing that he did. As bad as some of those moves were the more I took out of it was, cause it's so, you're gonna make a bad, it, like it's just like drafting a bad pick. It, it just happens, you know, mm-hmm. things don't pan out. That's one thing. But it seemed like he was just out of touch of where the game was going and, and, and how it was going to, uh, where it was headed to. Like I'll never forget, he was the one who had a lineup out there and the front court was Drummond, Greg Monroe and Josh Smith. Mm-hmm. Just like nasty front court, nasty spacing disgustingly just terrible he he was the one who overpaid john lord to bring in spacing and we see how that panned out he gave langston galloway the money that langston galloway had got yeah, and langston galloway has been solid but it's like i don't know if langston galloway is that solid so right. when i think about that i think about he's kind of older which isn't necessarily a bad thing but i think it might be a disconnect with what with 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 a younger group uh, group is so young in there and um he just hasn't he hasn't been around which I know coaching and basketball is still gonna run through his veins but you know when you think about Mike D'Antoni who was just coaching and his up-tempo style you think about Jason Kidd on that Lakers bench you think about Kenny Atkinson who's been out there I thought they would go more in that direction and Stan Van uh was a a surprise but I agree with Derek in a sense of it's hard to say you got to give him a chance because obviously he was in the conversation and got the job for a reason. And he did have that magic team go to the finals. You know what I mean? He did build something there. And like we talked about with the Pistons, they were kind of terrible before he got there and he put them in a situation where they could be above 500 and make the playoffs and different things like that. But at the end of the day, I don't want to overrate the coaching aspect because coaching is important. But that, that team just has a lot of talent. I think it's going to be hard to screw that up. Like, they, it just depends on how good will they be. But they mm-hmm. should be solid because I. it don't matter. Coaching don't matter if you don't have talent. Like, we've never seen a team go super far that wasn't talented because of coaching. If you understand what I'm saying. I'm not trying to shit on the coaches, but there's definitely, like, a, you know, you, de- you have to have talent. Mm-hmm. Think about the greatest coaches we've ever talked about or who we've considered the greats they've not had any players that aren't legends. Like Phil had Kobe, Mike, Jordan, Pippen. Pop had David Robinson, Tim Duncan, Manu, and o got Kawhi. You know what I mean? Sposha had the big three. Doc Rivers had his big three. Nobody's just out here coaching their ass off with a, with a sub-part talent. So, you know, I think I think we just have to wait and see, but it was definitely surprising, and I personally probably would have went another route um, as far as my young group. So,
0: yeah, it. it is a marriage, right? I mean, no matter what the exit and o say, if you ain't got nobody to hit the shot, then it don't matter. You know, you're going to be looked at a bad coach if your players don't perform. It's just it's just the way it is. Um, but there, there that's
1: unfortunate that you can try to do your best as a coach and, like, put people in the right position just because they don't execute it then looks bad on you.
0: But, then, I mean, it, it works in pretty much every profession, right? If we did this podcast and they got three views, it don't matter how good of a podcast it is. If nobody's watching, HOH don't pick it up. Yeah. You know, so it, it goes both ways. It's usually a merits in a lot of different things. You could be the best chef in the world, but if nobody pull up to the restaurant, then do it really matter?
2: We also see coaches. You just tried to pull it last time we talked emails. You said Tyron Lue and deserve pretty much no credit. But then, yeah. that's, but that's your opinion. But there's other people that say, shit, Tyron Lue got a championship. So he benefited off of having a good play. You know, S- Steve Kerr is going to go down in history as one of the best coaches.
0: He's going to go to the Hall of Fame.
2: Because he had... That much talent, you know what I mean? He don't, he, he, he he never is going to have to go and coach a team from this, like, like he would never have to go and coach the Hornets, like that team. And they got, he'll never have to be in that type of situation. He can, even when this Warriors thing is done, if he want to continue to coach, he could just sit and wait because the next great contending team that he'll be the first guy that they'll call because that's just what his resume has on it.
0: So, and he'll go right back to TNT and just start commentating again until somebody pick him up. Is this, is this the way it is? Um, Man, there was something else I wanted to say about this whole situation. Um, Oh, yeah. Stan Van Gundy's not necessarily a player coach, which is interesting. Uh, You mentioned how they do have a young group of guys. Um, I'm wondering how that's going to go. I'm hoping... For, for their sake that, like, he comes to the locker room, they understand how smart of an NBA mind he is, a basketball mind he is, and they can look past that. Because I was watching a Gilbert Arenas interview, yeah. and he was basically saying that, like, Stan Van Gundy didn't really have any people skills. Like, he's smart as hell. Preparation-wise, he's great, but he didn't really have people skills like some of the other coaches he's played for. So that's interesting. You're a Watson one, right? Yeah. I thought, what? Was that one a- I don't know. It kind of all blend together.
1: So is he saying, like, he's more of an ass? Like, he could be an ass all the time?
0: It's just that, like, he's he just probably won't ask you how your kid's doing when you walk into the locker room. Oh, It's okay. like, its he's about his, he's about business. He's about okay. preparation. He's about his he business. He also was
2: saying like, he has, he has this vision of how he's going to do things and like, he needs you to be there. Like, Gilbert Arenas was kind of past his prime. It's like, injured knee Gilbert Arenas on sort a of magic. He wasn't about to do shit, but he was trying to tell, saying like, we got to let Jameer Nelson off the leash. Jameer Nelson, you're kind of just putting him in your system and making him be like this standard guard, but he can do so much more. But because that's not what Stan Van Gundy uh, philosophy is, it's kind of limiting him and making him be like a pattern player instead of a non pattern player who just go out there and do things. So, you know, um, maybe that'll work with a guard like Lonzo. I don't know uh if he's gonna have him guard i saw pelicans fans in an uproar because then gunny did some type of interview when he talked about what he would do with lonzo mm. and uh now that
3: now that say? part now that part just kind of worries me though i mean about like the disconnect with people because i was saying,
2: there, mike, but he but he was saying oh, yeah. that he would like play him on the wing go ahead mike
3: oh <laughs> no nah, but I, i'm just saying like I, I really don't know how you can connect with you know the younger guys if you're not just a connectable person in general and you're all about your business. So that's that's something that, that kind of worries me about it. But I, I was also just gonna say, it feels like the reports that I've seen and the people talking about it, a lot of the reasons why they're just saying that you know he probably is, might have not been the dude for the job is just because of other options out there, not necessarily what he's done yet. Hey. He just got the done. He he literally just got the job. So,
1: but it's just like he hasn't even really had the chance to see what he could do yet. Yeah, and honestly, when you look at it, though, good coaches adjust. Maybe he can adjust to this. Maybe he's set out enough time where he's learned that flaw about him, and maybe he can come back a different person. It
0: has to be, it had to be something that he said about the uses of Zion that got him this job at the end of the day because that's all the Pelicans really care about at this moment. Like, how do we maximize Zion? And he must have some ridiculous plan that he told to David Griffin – because uh, there were a lot of good coaches looking for this job, they interviewed nine people, and like seven of them are names. I'm like, okay, I can see that. You know, I can see that, but they went with Stan Van Gundy at all people, so he has to have some type of vision that that is shared with David Griffin. I he mean, told go ahead.
3: Probably told him they going to run him like Dwight Howard at that center spot. Fill him up with shoes. <laughs> I guess, man, it's possible, they bought bro. in. They bought yeah. into it.
2: This is some quotes because uh, it was on the Zach Lowe podcast. When he talked about it, he said, as you mentioned, and this is him talking to Zach as you mentioned, they've got, uh, and this is before he was coach. they've got other ball handling parts and pieces. He doesn't need to facilitate everything in the half court. And I almost think if everything goes right and you can run your half court offense through Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, and Drew Holiday with some catch and shoot movement stuff for J.J. Redick in the half court, what's the problem if Lonzo Ball becomes mainly just a standstill shooter? I think that's what you do as a coach is you look to put people's strengths and you you put it together. Like Like we've been reading about with Philly, Ben Simmons playing more as a traditional four. I sort of think Ben Simmons as the point guard in transition, let's go ahead and outlet to him. And he's such a great rebounder like Lonzo Ball is. Take it off the glass and go ahead and be our point guard in transition. And then in the half court, fine, we'll use Ben Simmons as a screener in the pick and roll. I think there's going to be more and more guys in the league that's that's like that where, in transition, they're going to play one position in a half court, they're going to have a whole other role, and I think that's where Lonzo Ball fits for these guys.
0: That is interesting. Um, Shout out to Lonzo because every single year he's been an increasingly better shooter. Yeah. Uh, this year he was above average on six, six, six or something. attempt. I mean, he attempted like five, six threes a game, and he was above average.
2: Um His memory is just a bubble, but, yeah, he definitely improved this year. I think it was like a 37% shooter from three. Mm-hmm.
0: Thirty-seven point four, yeah, thirty-seven point five. Um, then that doesn't include the bubble. So obviously he he has been getting better at the at the three-point shot. Actually, this even does include the bubble. So that's even more impressive because in the bubble he couldn't do anything. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess we just have to wait and see, right? See how it yeah. looks. Uh, mm-hmm. cause cause one thing that I've talked about in the show is that like Lonzo Ball in the in the full court is amazing, but in the half court his playmaking just just uh, falls off a little bit, which makes sense. I mean, open floor is so much is so much easier, um, and maybe that's the same thing Stan Van he is seeing. I don't know. I guess we'll have to I, wait and see.
3: I can see. It. I just don't like that for Lonzo, you know. And his primary thing is getting everybody involved, and I understand like that he isn't his best in the full court. But at that point, I feel like you you could find somebody to substitute him if you're just going to have him as a, almost a secondary playmaker at that point. If you're only looking for him basically in transition, and then and just as a standstill shooter. I mean, you, you see, I was shocked him then. If you just look at it from that point,
2: that that's the uproar of Lonzo Ball fans with the and that when that came out, that he was going to be the coach is that clip, because um, yeah, you're talking about playing the people's strengths, and we know one of Lonzo's strengths is his playmaking ability. Uh, I I think a lot of point guards <laughs> tra- uh, playmaking ability increases in transition. You know, mm-hmm. like y'all just said, space. We up tempo. We running. We gunning. You know the defense isn't settled, but um, I think, I think, yeah, I, I agree, Mike. I think Alonzo was so young that you want to work on things that maybe aren't uh, aren't there yet. Like instead of just saying we're gonna make you a standstill shooter, let's let's try to develop uh, the the playmaking in the half court.
3: Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, uh, even I, I'm still waiting on the development just for him. And we know he's not no no offensive guru or nothing, but like just the ability to finish closer to the rim as a as a guard. That's, that's that is it. his
0: biggest flaw. He doesn't get to the rim.
3: And I think that his shooting it just naturally goes up if people have to re- pay more respect on your drive because you're you're so fast and so creative with the ball. I but think the just,
2: goes up because I think yeah. when he gets his two feet in the paint, nobody is anticipating the score. They're playing the passes. So if he does go in there and, and attempt to get. The and then oh, free throw God. shooting is so bad, I think he's kind
0: of been hesitant. What? What? I gotta look this up. What starting point guards in the league average one free throw attempt a game? One. He averages one? He averaged one attempt and he shoot 50% on that month. Are <laughs> 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 like, there other that guards
3: around him? Like, that only averaged like one free throw? I'm about to, I'm about to deep I down. Feel like, I'm I feel to like. Get... like
0: I felt like Patrick oh,
3: Beverly had oh, just one free throw. Oh, yeah, throw Patrick Beverly. Game. All
0: right, I'm going to look up. Y'all give me names and I'll look up. This season, Patrick Beverly attempted one free throw a game. Correct. <laughs> Literally.
3: Uh, I'm trying to think just But not Patrick
0: Beverly's also players. not a ball-dominant guard at, at the same. Done. Chris du- uh, Chris Dunn plays small forward this season, but I'll look it
1: up.
0: <laughs> oh, he did? <laughs> oh, he did. Bulls fan talking about, oh, he did. Uh, Who else is out there? 1.1. Hmm. At least he shot, he shot 75% on it. You know what I'm saying? Who else could be out
2: there? Um, I'm trying maybe. to think.
0: Rubio? I feel like Rubio attempts more than that. He, he's a vet, man. He, 3.5, yeah. He he getting to that line. I respect that from Ricky Rubio. I was more thinking about like the archetype of like the great playmaker, point guard. How often do they get to the free throw line?
1: Rubio offensive. Well, Rondo. Well, he doesn't start. <laughs>
0: he don't start, but I, I feel like Rondo actually gets to the, gets to the lane pretty often. Mm-hmm. Off the bench, he averaged uh, he averaged one, but per thirty six would probably be a better estimate for him one point five. Tommy, I guess that wasn't different. But no, that is the biggest fall in Lonzo Ball's game, right? He just doesn't um, attack the paint as much as you probably would want him to. Um, and I I want to even look at his like shot frequency in the at the rim. 26 of his shots came at the rim, 26% of his shots. And mm-hmm. that is 42nd percentile. So it's like below average for uh, PG for players, just players yeah. in the league in general, not just point
3: guards. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, that, that could be one of his biggest strengths. I'm telling you, I'm, he, he's a super big guard. Yeah, I mean, the more
0: he's adding to the offensive game, it's only going to make him better in that playmaker aspect. So And then the percentage at the rim is about the same um, in yeah, percentile wise. So he just he just don't.
1: That's probably why he's not shooting because he's scared he's gonna miss and scared to get (laughs) fouled. Yeah,
0: at the end of the day. But Lonzo's a very curious case, right? Three coaches and four NBA seasons. Hopefully, this is some type of stability for him and Brandon Ingram, Um, and I I guess the rest of the team too. Very interesting. We'll have to wait and see. We have to wait until like December twenty second to see Stan Van Gundy as a coach.
2: Yeah. A segue into this is
0: December twenty second. <laughs> that was the that was the most surprising news and the most exciting news we could have got. Because again, they were thinking about like MLK Day. Some people were thinking that after MLK, we talking about February start, and the NBA is trying to push it up to December. Which, as an NBA fan, is cool. But I, I'm trying to think about the things that's going on in the world, and does it make sense to try to put it together right before Christmas, or should so? Like the argument is like this if we wait until february and there's still not a vaccine then why the hell did we just wait two extra months and lose out in that revenue so they're probably seeing it as like okay we don't know when a vaccine is going to come so let's just try to take the precautionary methods to make things work there will not be a bubble they're going to allow fans in the cities that allow fans because it's like a city-wide thing right um mm-hmm. but but at a smaller capacity right it'll be similar to like Y'all see some of the NFL games, right? Yeah. You you can have up to X amount of people in these big old stadiums, and I think if football is like well,
1: like ten percent of your. It's like ten percent or twenty percent.
0: But it's also relative to like what city you're in too, because yeah. um, I don't think Chicago would allow fans.
1: No, Chicago can't allow
0: fans. No. But some places in Florida, they like pack out the fucking house. They don't really care. So it's Florida just, don't it's, just care re- it's just relative. It's just relative to everything, and um, it's just. I'm going to – while y'all talking about it, I'm going to bring up the article and get as, as specific mm. as we can. But how do y'all you know, feel about December 22nd?
3: I, I was I – was, just as you said, I was super surprised mm-hmm. because basically all the all the prior things we heard is it was going to be like maybe February or March or something like that. But I heard part of the reason too is just because like part of their goal is they don't want the playoffs mm-hmm. to be in October or September. They want mm-hmm. them to be around like the, the normal schedule. So, I mean, I, I'm just curious to see how it all goes down, especially if they're not going to have a bubble. And I, I meant to ask Pete this, too, or maybe you, too, because you guys watch baseball a lot more. But they said they're going to have, like, a baseball-type schedule, as in Philly might play in Chicago, like, three out of something. Something weird is they're trying to limit as much travel as possible. Right. And so, it, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah,
2: they have been doing that. It's a Dodgers, yeah. plays uh, in the World Series, and they're not playing in L.A. or Tampa Bay. They're mm-hmm. in Texas. Uh, so, I mean there's a
1: big reason for this to – make sure that it lines up with the Olympics. Then they say they wanted to make it. Right, because sure
0: that- you, can't, you can't convince Jokic to skip out on the Olympics and plan for his country to play for the NBA. He just won't yeah. do it. So they had to get the schedule done with so the Olympics can be done by NBA players. Because at the end of the day, um, a lot of the foreign-born players prioritize winning for their country more than winning the NBA championship. It's just a fact.
1: Yeah, especially because it's a more winnable award for them. Like no disrespect, but it is it?
0: I mean, going against Team U.S. Team USA was kind of ass go and like USA. the FIBA stuff. But when it comes to like the Olympics, Olympics Team okay. USA come forward. Yeah,
2: yeah they come um, forward. Surprising, nonetheless, very surprising. Um, but you know, I, I like I like I was saying in a video that I did that ain't came out yet, but. I just have to give the NBA the benefit of the doubt. How well they did with the bubble, how well they did, I have to give them a chance to just just show that they're doing something wrong before I can just go at them. I have to trust them. They've gained all of our trust for how well that bubble went. Uh, So I think until they mess something up, they deserve to have our trust that they're going to make something work. Um, You know, I just think it's real good for the league. It's real good for us. You know, when you talk about having it pre-Christmas and so we can't play on Christmas, that's a lucrative day for the NBA. Yeah. So it's going it's to make things different. You know what I mean? Free agency. I think it gives us also some direction because right now the draft is less than a month away, November 18th. And then right after that, we have free agency. And then a month later, we're going into the season. So I, I think it's just boom, boom, boom. My only thing is the players, how the players are going to respond. You know what I mean? How, how much are they going to be involved? Uh, how much do they you know, um wanna play that early, especially guys like uh LeBron Jimmy Bella who just played these finals, you know what I mean? So
0: that that's my own thing.
1: Um they were talking about like they it. have to let the players have some sort of say in this.
0: No, the NBA yeah, PA has have, to approve to. it. They have to approve it and they haven't yet. And
2: then you know, I, I just I just hope they continue to be responsible. You know, like before we start and get into the season, I hope that they're You know, I wouldn't mind them having their own little, like, mini camps in a own little bubble. Kind of how they've done for, like, the teams that didn't make it, like the Bulls, Knicks. Mm -hmm. We all just get one hotel and we're practicing together and things like that. Because when you have everybody coming together, you don't know what the fuck is going on. He's in Jamaica. He's in Puerto Rico. He's over. They could be getting COVID or, you know what I mean? So let's go there. Let's minimize it. Let's find where it's at. Control it like they were doing in a bubble. Or, well, right before people went to the bubble. Um, and that way, once we start playing, everybody's COVID free mm-hmm. um, and we could just go on. And, and, and that'll be that. Because even like KB said, when the fans come in, they're not going to be where they could be. Sign you know,
0: this. Right. Right, it's
2: right. Gonna, That month is going to be way over there. Yeah, way over here. And well, we could just keep going and hooping. But uh, I'm excited. I'm excited because I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> But uh, when you think about how close we are to the draft, like if they wanted to play on 22nd, if you think about how close that is, the draft is literally like two or three weeks away. Mm -hmm. Free agency would start like that, and it would just be so fun because it wouldn't be a long – if Fred Van Fleet goes to the Suns, we'll be able to see him in two weeks.
3: Right. Yeah. And I was going to say, it's either like with this new date, if it does happen on 22nd, we can either have a super conservative offseason or it could be like crazy where all teams are trying to just frantically get it together before the start of the season. And I was talking to KB because I, I was reading some article, too, but just like the shortening of that offseason, some some teams won't be able to make trades just like or won't happen to be able to do it right away. Because especially with the picks and everything like that, like my Lakers, there's no actual like capital value until you actually sign that pick. So, not only we have to wait 30 day window. Yep. And then we got to wait that 30 day window is also at the resign. So, it kind of limits the trades. So, I, I don't know what other, other teams that's going to happen to, but I've imagined it's happening to other teams. But it, it's going to be a super interesting offseason to see how teams handle this super short because it's like cut in half, really, right? But yeah. maybe they it's find
2: nice. a way to nip that in the bud and make it work, understanding mm-hmm. the circumstance. You know what I mean? Maybe like the NBA is progressive. So, they'll be willing to maybe say it don't have to be a 30 day window, which we're going to change. Right. Obviously, this is different. Um, The play-in for the A-C in the West and East.
0: Right. You know, so, y'all want me to get all the details? Because I got them. Yeah. So, we're talking about a 72-game season. Uh So, it is shortened. It's crazy to think about that the Bulls and the, the fucking Warriors won that many games in a single season before. Like, anyway. Um, So, you do have the play-in, right? The play-in will be back. They don't know to what capacity just yet. But the play-in will be back for the I mean, East and good. the West.
2: For me, that's good. They don't have a capacity yet. And I don't think they should until we get there. Right. We just know there's gonna be because like I said, the Suns going eight and no and not having a chance, I get it, they should have won one regular season. But whenever you have a tournament, a team who goes undefeated needs to have a shot. Yeah. So and I think-
0: I mean if they I'm guessing that the way they're gonna see they're gonna put a little stamp like if you're four games above the ninth seed, then the play in tournament doesn't exist. You know, it doesn't happen. Or something like that. But uh they just don't they just don't know just yet um so december 22nd is supposed to be the day um and then they're, they're gonna obviously it's gonna hit them revenue wise they're gonna lose some revenue from from starting it then but it, it is what it is they just want basketball back allowing us to have a christmas couple games you know traditional which
2: helps them make that money back
0: because exactly. F- i gonna
2: tune in christmas tv ratings and all of that tv money deal Who's
0: um you
2: know christmas
0: Arena protocols where fans are allowed could include testing from court-side seats and better better air purifiers in the building. And it's pretty court-sized much seats. What'd you say? Court-side seats? It says could include testing for court-side seats. Yeah, cuz I mean they're going to be the ones that's closest to the bubble, I mean to the players.
2: So I, I mean didn't think they would let people say court-side. Okay.
1: That's actually yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah was, I thought that would be too close.
0: Yeah, how about yeah, how about we just don't have corset? But that's LeBron that's LeBron money
2: makers. LeBron dives for a loose ball, and he just and he can potentially get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's seriously. I mean, well, not right. No, you're right. No, you're right. About, you know what I mean? Like,
1: I thought they would have people like in the stands, like not even like I think even in NFL, like you're not even allowed to sit behind the players. Mm. Like I, I, like I think that I thought they were gonna be like that serious.
0: I'm very curious on how this affects like um how this affects season ticket holders. Especially, I
1: feel like y'all get first dibs on seats.
0: I'm, I'm assuming that we can just come to games, right? Like, if any, if they're going to allow people in there, it has to be the season ticket holders over...
2: Oh, well, yeah, like right. cities that allow it, though.
0: Right, right. For, like, for here in Chicago, I, I, can't, you, I still can't go to a game.
2: I thought you meant, like, in a sense of... I don't know too many season ticket holders who go to all forty-one games. I thought you right. meant like uh, selling the tickets and things like that. that.
0: But that no, that too. There's a lot of things that go into that. They charge in my account right now, so I, <laughs> I I need these answers more before anything. <laughs> Man, and I just got a bad text too from my my tattoo artist. Um, said he got COVID, so I can't I can't come in on Wednesday. <laughs> so so there's there's that. Uh, that's kind of kind of sucks. That kind of sucks. Um, hopefully he recovers well. At least he ain't grind me and told you. Right, exactly. i will be hearing all
2: kinds of stories where people be like, they ain't say nothing. They just, I guess people feel like they need their money or whatever, and they ain't say nothing. That's just crazy. Yeah,
1: that's no, yeah. partly why the world how it is right now. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right.
2: I think some of it, like Florida, just don't. They don't care. <laughs> They'll tell you and just still be outside. I feel like I literally remember the height of COVID, like when it was scaring everybody. Like, I wasn't even going to, like, Walgreens. I wasn't leaving the house at all. And it was videos from Florida, and people was out there like, yeah, I'm just not going to risk giving up my spring break <laughs> because of the flu. Like, right, the- yeah. And it's like, bro.
1: And it's funny because some of those businesses weren't even open. Like, it was it was still dead out there. They
2: of- was pissed. And, yeah, they yeah. Was, when they were starting to shut it down, they were like, I can't believe I came out here, and they're really shutting it down over this. Like, it's not <laughs> my fault that older people get it. I'm like, bro, y'all are wild. I Look, y'all know I love South Beats I might tap the shit on my body 305, (laughs) boy, forever And I'll hype it up as much Listen, that shit ain't worth Going in that COVID for I don't know anything that's worth going to get that COVID
0: Nah, no shot
2: I ain't traveling for work, I ain't traveling for play (laughs) I ain't going nowhere until we do it Through the Wire show we
0: We got family, P, I don't know if you heard We got family that tested positive recently Oh, see, you, they be keeping you out of the loop, bro. I need to keep, cause I'll be, I'll be out of the loop too.
2: I, I, we do have family that have but I don't. I, I think you're talking about something different.
0: I'm talking about Crystal.
2: Yeah, see, I, and no, twin.
0: I, and I, one of the twins too.
2: I know another, but I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, I know. This
0: it's wild, bro. Ooh, this, bro. I'll tell you after. This show I will tell you, after <laughs> we not about to talk about family stuff in front of all the people. Um, but that was, those are the big news things. Stan Van Gundy and the season coming back uh, December 22nd, potentially. Uh,
3: um, is there anything I got it. I got, oh,
0: the got fan. The
3: yeah, so I got nice. the fan game. They're uh,
0: waiting it, on this.
2: No, 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 no. Drum roll, please. <clears throat> AB, think about it. Think about Brooklyn.
0: Oh, Amari oh, Stottemeyer. Oh, I do have oh. oh. I'm
2: trying to give him the oop. I could have just said that that, that was the case. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm like, what is he talking about? But I do have a screenshot. I just, for some reason, looked over it. Amari Stoudemire has agreed to a uh, deal to join the Brooklyn Nets coach staff as an assistant, most mostly focusing on player development.
1: I love it because you got that raw talent and Jared Allen, who offensively we know he's pretty raw. He doesn't really have. And Amari Stoudemire is an offensively gifted big that we've seen and I feel like... Really you right
0: there and get that, just like this. Just want a, a finals MVP. Don't forget. For yep. Tel Aviv.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Where at those emails? Mr. Amari Stoudemire. It's going to be great. Where did he win it?
1: I don't know. I my, know he was overseas somewhere. My God. Was it Israel?
0: My guy. Absolutely right.
1: Because I was right. watching the clips. I don't remember. Because he was dominating.
0: Hey, you know who's on his team, right? Nope. Future Bull or... Warrior, Diddy, oh, yeah, they were on They're teams together, and they cut that out of my episode, which I'm really upset about. We talked about Diddy for like eight minutes, and they cut it out of the show.
1: Wait, who uh, cut it out the show?
0: Producers, editors, whoever, whoever put it together. <laughs> I don't Amar,
3: Amar Steademeyer cut it out the
0: show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: you know, Mark cut it with them
0: scissors. <laughs> but no, I think it's interesting, um and, and they, also they cut out. I was talking to him. And you know he had just won a Finals MVP over in with, uh, in Israel, and he was like, "Man, I'm just trying to get back in the NBA." And I was, you know, in my mind, I'm like, "Bro, you're almost forty. What are you talking about?" So I was like, "Oh, you still got a lot left in the tank, huh?" He's like, "No, no, I'm talking about coaching." And I didn't put it together because this was like after this was like right after Steve Nash got hired as the head coach. You know, I didn't put it together like, "Oh, snap! Steve Nash is over in Brooklyn." But now that the news came out, I'm like, "Oh, okay, it makes yeah, sense."
2: I like it. You know, him Mike. And uh Amari's, you know, the, the the old team, they fuck around and get Roger Bale on the
3: bench, John Mary. <laughs> It'll be, so, be so funny if they win a championship together as coaches. <laughs> they couldn't do it as per
2: Y'all prepared. know what
0: Roger Bell doing nowadays?
2: No. Roger
3: Bell got it on own talk show.
0: He got yeah, he got a podcast with the ringer.
3: Yeah. Really. Y'all ready to get into this game?
0: Yeah, Let's shout into- out to shout out to Amari.
3: All right, so this game is That called- was my
2: favorite player when I was a kid. Like, I was obviously Kobe, but, like, I remember I had Amari Stoudemire phase. Like, before he changed to number one, he was, like, number two. I, I love with Amari Stoudemire. My dad – I'm, like – I told my dad, like, one time I went to his house, and I'm like, Dad, yeah, I want the Amari Stoudemire jersey for Christmas. And my dad being the dude he is, he said – Gave me a piece of paper. He said, You spell Mario Stotomai right? I'll get that motherfucker
3: right now. <laughs> I bet you spelled <laughs> it right. Like a motherfucker. I was one
2: all. <laughs> I think Stodomai is like S-T-O-D-E.
3: I thought it was O U D. I don't
2: know. It's like an E or an A, and whatever is right, I put the wrong one in Meyer, and I was off by one letter. I was pissed. I know my dad was happy. He was probably sweating bullets like shit. <laughs> Got it right so far. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right,
3: so this game is called All Star or False Star. I'm gonna give you the conference and the stats of this player, and I'll also give you the year of it. And you're gonna tell me if the player was either an All Star or he was an All Star. First one we are gonna do this. The conference is the East. This player averaged 17 points, 12 rebounds, two assists, and this was the 2007 All Star game. Also, by the way. Josh got juice made this game. So shout out to him. He said Six all-star Stars. game. What? He said all-star game. Yeah, well, this, well, this would have been the all-star. If he made it or didn't make it, it would be the 2007 season, 2007 all-star oh, game. So it was an East player, 17
0: points. 2007, Mike? Goddamn. 2000.
3: Hey, I'll give you. Right,
2: Mike,
0: you want to watch the basketball <laughs> <then>. <laughs> uh, Would you? Yes. Okay, yes. then. Okay, then. But that don't, bro. That's still 13 years ago, G. How you asking? Ex-
3: I'm, I'm, I'm gonna
0: give you watch. a hint, man. Okay, I'm gonna give okay. you a hint. Right. I'm
3: gonna give you a hint. This this player has went to the finals multiple times. He is a big man, probably Hall of Famer, no doubt.
2: Now I feel like he wasn't an All Star. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. You're not saying he was never. He was in the,
3: uh, East, uh, East Big Hall of Famer. But that this
0: this year he averaged 17 and. Yeah, he averaged 17 points, oh, 12 boards, 2 assists. My body's
2: so damn sore. Let me get my mind off. My ain't got his feet
1: out and all. Wait, is it Kevin Garnett.
2: I, I want to go get socks, but my, I don't want to leave the show. My feet cold than a motherfucker.
1: It, nah. It's not
3: Kevin Garnett, though. That was a good. I I was. was do not bad. You don't have to guess. It's an extra point if you guess the player. The point oh, is it's if, if he made All-Star. the All Star. Yeah, if he made oh, the All Star or not. You get an extra point if you made it. Let me think. He went to the front. Oh, no, I just thought. Uh-huh. I don't know. He was in the East, right? Yep, 17 points. Is he a long-term
0: team. player in the East, though?
3: Played for the majority of his career in the okay. East.
0: Okay, that helps, that helps.
3: His his most successful part of him was in the East. His prime was in the East. I'm going to say
1: not an all-star.
0: 17 okay. and 12 in the East. Big man. Future Hall of Famer. If I'm telling you he's a Hall of Famer, he has the numbers in the East. Do you think he was an all-star or not? Do you think he would have got the nod on it? Well, yeah, based off reputation, probably. But I, I'm more thinking about the trying to figure out who the player is more than yeah. Let,
2: let's not get the point off that. I'm I'm like KB. I'm thinking about the player. I'm literally trying to keep my mind back to two thousand
0: seven. I'm gonna pull up the NBA standings so I can just go through teams and be like, hey, it's Ben Wallace. No, okay. oh no, defense that's a mon- defensive monster though. Defensive monster. I forgot to put NBA. I'm looking at NFL standings. My dumb man. Ben Wallace makes sense. Okay.
2: That is a lot for Ben Wallace,
0: though. Seven. I'm just throwing out names. That no, actually, he wouldn't have been. He wouldn't have been in the East by then. 2007. 2007. Bro. 2007. Come on, bro. Hey, if I just are we gonna him, be mad as hell at ourselves for not getting the right? Won,
3: he just won a championship. Dwight, Dwight, Howard. Dwight, it was Dwight, Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard was an All Star that year, 17. What the? Was
2: that
0: his what, second year? And this year, 2007, they they were the eighth seed. They barely made it. <laughs> That's the Dwight. I, I thought Dwight, but I'm like, no way here. The White. That, that is- just don't sound like a lot of points. You know, I'm it just don't. Thinking, it don't.
3: That's why you gotta find that feels all. Y'all see walking huh?
0: that boy. So as a motherfucker walking away from the set. <laughs>
3: All right, this one is a lot more recent. This is the 2018 All-Star game. Okay. This guy averaged 17 points, four rebounds, five assists. This is a 2018 All-Star.
0: You didn't say the conference. Is that – are you supposed East, to tell us the conference? East. Okay. East yeah, conference,
2: it's East. 17 points. Mm-hmm. New bounce. Hit
3: me up, man. I'm going to say it again one more time for okay. P. So this player in the East, P, yep. 17 points, four rebounds, five assists. In the east. And that sounds like
2: some bum ass numbers, Joe.
0: Sound like yeah. Jimmy Butler.
2: He's in the East. This is twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen Jimmy Butler was in the west. KB. Oh. Jimmy Wool.
3: Uh, uh
2: Guard.
0: Guard, okay. Guard look up wing or guard? Because you'll be guard. getting those, oh, point guard. guard. Point, point guard. Point
2: guard. Okay. He was a point guard and he had five assists. Oh, hell no.
0: Nah. In 2018, is averaged five assists as a, as a point guard.
3: And how many points? I'm going to say he did
0: uh, not he make an all-star game. He, but who 17 was...
3: points. He averaged 17 points. He he was an all-star. It was Goran Dragic. I was Dang. about
0: to say, bro, you took it out? Can you allow bro. us to think?
3: I was literally just about to say
1: Goran Dragic, You bro. gave us like
0: eight minutes on the first one and gave us one minute on the second one. Like, let us think it through. I, I was
1: really just about to say Goran Dragic. Why did you say was. I I didn't... swear to God. I swear to God. God.
2: This night, I don't believe shit you be saying. Yo, <laughs> uh, We
3: a All right. We going to take it over to the West.
0: Okay.
3: This player averaged 22 points, six rebounds, three assists, and this same 2018 in the West. 22 points, how many rebounds? 22 points, six boards, three assists. Six boards, uh, three assists. Had a early uh, – early – well, what's it called he got kicked out the playoffs early all players th- it was paul george paul george but the answer was was he an all-star or not in 2018. mm-hmm 22.6 boards three assists did that get him all yes yeah, yeah i feel like i feel like once i actually said the name the all-star yeah, I'm like, yeah he was probably well, deep so deep. I'm not the email said paul george the, the email said paul george Yeah.
2: did he get his extra points
3: yeah. yeah, we keep it. How many points you get? Oh, I, ain't even meant to <laughs> points like I don't think nobody's been keeping track oh, of points. I
2: thought, uh, I, thought I said, "Man, Paul Joe I am gonna say, "Boy, don't tell us the damn name." I'm thinking the <laughs> name. Fuck all star stuff. Yeah. All right.
3: I got another guard for you. He was in the East. This would be the 2012 All-Star game if he made it. This guard averaged 22 points, 3.5 rebounds, eight assists. Uh, John Wall. Yes. Mm, no, he, he did make the All Star game, but it wasn't John Wall. How many assists was that? Eight, eight assists. Oh, okay.
0: You were thinking D Rose, but D Rose ain't hit that eight assists mark.
3: <laughs> it was—it's literally D Rose. <laughs> <Okay>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look at that. They, eight assists does sound a little eight high. Eight assists a lot
0: for Derek Rose. I'm actually impressed. Shout out to D Rose.
3: Uh, we'll do two more. So All right. this one uh, was Josh in you Got the juice. Yeah, yay. Thanks. I know you've been waiting on this. Uh, this one is the 2016 All-Star Game or that season. This dude is a forward. He averaged 22 points, eight rebounds, five assists.
0: 2016?
3: What conference? The West.
2: Say the number for me one more time, just just points.
3: 22 points. 21.5 to be exact. When you said 26, I mean 2016? Yep, 2016. I'm guessing he's a wing? He's a forward, but more likely a forward. But he he also fits a big,
0: Lamarcus Aldridge. No, oh. he's yeah. in the
3: East, right? He's
0: a an East I, He's
3: It was in the West, oh. and I say he's a forward forward that that's a, like a big, but he also plays like a guard. Uh, how, wait, say On a forward? I don't know. He's a very he's a very <laughs> special <laughs> big. Just know that. What? Say the numbers please. 22 points, eight boards, five assists. Blake Griffin. Yep. One Blake of our Griffin. favorite players, P. Okay. Blake I didn't even know how I to say. He said, he played four. like a
0: guard. I'm like, what? Okay. <laughs> Blake I, even I got it. Blake
3: Griffin. It. So, was he all-star that year? Yeah, right? He, yeah. Uh, he wasn't all-star that year. Oh. He wasn't? Snub. No. What year was that? 2016.
2: Is that the year we started this? He might have been injured, no cap. Cause it. What how many games he played? I, I picked him to be MVP, and he came out some MVP shit and got hurt, and then traded. I was so mad. I'm like, bro, he was on the good stuff.
3: My favorite games used to be Chris Paul sitting out, and he was just like a Blake Griffin Blake shot. Griffin, right yeah. Yeah, that's how he used to be. Uh, this gonna be the last one for the All Star Fall Star game. This dude is a guard out west. Averaged 27 points, four rebounds, and seven assists in the 2019 season. 2018, 2019 season.
0: A guard Maybe. out west. Average what?
3: 27 points, four boards, seven assists.
0: Amy and Lillard. No. I mean, those type of numbers, you would expect them to make the All Star game, but the fact that it's in here making me think that he got snubbed. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking about Devin Booker. That's exactly who it is.
2: Oh, yep. You're right. That was his exact numbers 27, 4, and 8. Right.
0: You know what I did? I looked up the standings. Like, okay, who was the team? Who was on the team that was absolutely shit? <laughs> and it was them. And they won 19 games.
2: Bro, You hear that stat line? Read it one more time. 27 <laughs> points, right?
3: 26, yep. seven. It was 27, 4,
2: and 7. And, and listen, to win eight, To win 18 games. Listen, much love to Donovan Mitchell. And I hate to bring it. But Donovan Mitchell ain't never put up no stat line like that, bro. I don't think people realize that Devin Booker playmakes at that level, bro. He even had the same like the same type of numbers this year with Rubio, if I'm not mistaken. His shit ain't dropped. They just they just split it. But Devin Devin get it in on a playmaking side, bro. That that man, yeah, twenty six, four, and six point five this year. You would think his shit would drastically drop with Rubio now. Hell no, nah. my boy gets his right on that right on that elbow. To let him operate. He gonna make the right read. And David Booker need his flowers, <laughs> <laughs> the same way Blake needed his. The man Blake used to get it in when Chris Paul was hurt, bro. For real. I that's why so, I'm mad at Chris Paul. He gonna wait to get traded at the end of their run. So now we gotta see Blake with the Pistons. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I've been seeing some trade rumors that have him going some other places. You never get really Blake know.
3: up out of the... That's a player I want to see on a different team. Get Blake up out, out of Blakey. I'd rather, people, see, Blake, I'd rather be, see Blake Griffin moving than Kevin Love. He's got to be
2: healthy, though. I don't want to see Blake get traded to somewhere I want to see him and he ain't healthy. That defeats the perk. He might as well stay his ass in Detroit. He got to get healthy.
3: Yeah, well, you know, if he get traded, he ain't going to have to play like he in Detroit no more. Like he ain't going to have to. I, wanna
2: see. I don't want to see Blake jump bandwagon. Bro, Shaq. Did y'all see what Shaq was saying about the White Howard?
0: Yes, I have sure. the quote. Cause I thought I thought it was interesting. I want to get y'all opinions on it. I think all of our opinions are gonna be pretty similar. Um, and so y'all know after they won the championship, Dwight Howard had the trophy, and he was like, "Never give up on your dreams." They said I couldn't do it, shit like that. And then Shaq said, "Post one pick and sit your ass down. Shut your ass up. You ain't do nothing." Out here, ring chasing, switching teams. You ain't do nothing. Y'all know who I'm talking about. I'm not gonna say his name, but you ain't do nothing. Post your one pick and sit your ass down. That's, That's a not look a front runner. Uh,
2: listen, Shaq, bogus as hell for getting on the white like that. <laughs> <laughs> it don't. It don't really mean shit in the grand scheme of things. Nice, he can have it on his resume, but nobody walking around like the White did it. We know Shaq. <laughs> Number two, I agree a little bit with Shaq. That shit was corny a little bit, Dwight. <laughs> what he was saying was real, but it just seemed a little forced with the fake tears and crying. He was crying, but wasn't crying, if that makes it, Y'all can do it they told me i could like that shit made it corny but what he was saying was well, yeah don't give up on your shit because i i don't think the white thought he would be here we all you know, went from no,
3: yeah i mean I, it was just touching because i mean he he was out of the league you know he was a player that was so much privacy he was basically like kind of finding trying to find a job for a while and so i understand it but yeah it, it's just the doing too much thing like i i'm not gonna say like oh, i'm hating or nothing because i felt like that's a little bit of what shaq was doing it was it's not hating because he's just better than, but it's just like being a little bitter. But it's like when J R. Smith, Smith, when J R. Smith, when J R. Smith was taking all them pics, I'm like, bro, you ain't do shit. <laughs> no. It's like a la- it's like no. a laughing type of thing for me. Deion
2: Waiters and I love Deion Waiters. He took it yeah. to a level. He like oh, did, he was calling me champ cheese. Now I'm, <laughs> you know, they said I, when they doubted me, it's a video with somebody like he like listen, Quinn, J R. they doubted me. They said, <laughs> Call me champion,
3: uh, Who was that? That oh tweeted out,
0: yeah. You didn't play, bro. One <laughs> minute, I love you, but you didn't play one minute, bro. Well, he was iced out on the sideline, though,
2: iced out with that chain, man. Iced bro. out, but Whatever. that's they say that's what it is a team thing, you know. You help them practice, and you, you deserve it. So, go ahead. whoever
3: had made that one tweet or saying that, like. The only reason the legacy sign G.I. Smith to just keep his P.O. happy that shit funny as hell. bro.
0: Oh, <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: no, I, I mean, I think is, I think Shaq should just leave him alone. <laughs> to be honest. Just let the man enjoy his, enjoy the celebration. All right, that's I, how you. Gotta... No, go just ahead. Just let that. him enjoy it, bro. That, this is a big moment for him. Just let him enjoy it. You <laughs> ain't got to go out and just Thanks. try to trash him.
3: Thanks.
2: Yeah, cause he threatened his legacy or something with that championship. <laughs> Like, ain't nobody comparing him to you no more. Shaq's still pissed that he called himself Superman.
1: Facts. I saw reports that they fought last year. They fought? <laughs> I don't know, but I wouldn't wait. Where, where where <laughs> what
0: where do you see these reports? No, I just
1: like saw people on Twitter talking about like how last year Shaq and Dwight actually got into a fight.
3: That shit sound physical as hell.
2: Wait, you said you saw on Twitter? Twitter can't be your source, man.
0: Yeah, you said yeah. You definitely came in and said source, and then said Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Dwight Howard, Shaquille O'Neal fight over being called Superman, not literal. We oh, talk talking about, about a verbal
3: fight, which was years. I, ago. Probably not even damn verbal. They probably did that shit over Twitter.
0: This is Shaq. Superman is still mine. Dwight has to do something first before being called Superman. Anyone can win a slam dunk competition. The real Superman is dead. He was assassinated by Pat Riley in Miami. Huh? (laughs) Am I forgetting something? about his time in Miami, like
3: that was (laughs) in his Superman. (laughs) That's the only thing I could think of.
0: I mean, Christopher
2: Reed is literally dead, the Superman, but he wasn't assassinated by Pat Riley.
0: I'm so, I'm so confused. He was assassinated by Pat Riley. Or is he saying he's the real Superman? And the last time he played like the real Superman, it was under Pat Riley in the Miami Heat when they got that championship? That's what I said. That like,
3: literally, that was the end of Superman with his run with the Heat. That's the only thing I could think
2: of.
0: But oh, why dude, would he, he say
2: assassinated, assassinated. assassinated yeah, by right, Pat Riley? Right. You're right. You're right. He's talking about himself. He's talking about himself. I don't think that ended on a good note, KB. Oh, oh. It's something else. He he. Pat just, Riley s- s- shipped his ass to Phoenix. Something else. He something else just came out about when he was speaking on
0: that. All right, now I got to do more research. I think that's the end of the episode, though, y'all. We appreciate y'all getting to this point. Another through the wire classic, of course. Uh, we'll be back on Saturday with Tuesday. With another one. To, t- today is Saturday. We'll be back on Tuesday with another one. We out.
2: Yeah. Peace.